Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon. And in today's episode, we're talking about a topic that doesn't get a lot of attention in the church too much. Kind of like taboo, which it shouldn't. Especially it's got a chapter that some will probably consider being erotic. You know, Songs of Solomon, if you didn't know. But today's topic is let's talk about, if you figured it out, you probably know what we're talking about today. So check it out. From friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This This is Stronger Stronger Together, Together, Closer to God. Hi, Hi, everyone. Good to see y'all. We're just so happy to see you. We're happy to just love on you a little bit and just to make sure that everything is going hunky-dory in your world. Mm. Mm. Because tonight's topic is going to be extra spicy extra spicy yeah like a Popeye's piece of chicken (laughs) no spicier than that you know spicier than jalapenos spicier than whatever you can find in the grocery store the spiciest food so it's gonna be hot 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 it's gonna be hot 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 Mm. yes it's gonna be hot 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 but before we say that I'm Minister Vernon this is my beautiful and sexy wife Anya Myers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we're just so happy to have you join us tonight. Um, please make sure that you're sharing, telling us where you're from, who, and what do you want to get out of tonight's message? Yes. Because we're concluding 1 Corinthians 7. God has been having us on a journey so far. And if you haven't been tapping into uh, this Stronger Together, Closer to God kind of Bible study for and a lot of people ask, is this for married couples? No, this is for singles who feel like God is calling them to um, be married one day. Mm-hmm. This is engaged couples. This mm-hmm. is dating, courting couples. Mm-hmm. This is for individuals who are newly married, who are seasonally married, or who are going through crisis situation, whether they're separated or divorced, or even individuals who are widowed. So that means it's for everybody. It's for everybody. (laughs) Yes, it's for everybody. And I know sometimes certain groups kind of focus on one area in particular and Mm -hmm. things of that sort. Um, God just been speaking to us for several years now that uh, marriage on the surface level looks like one group, but the issues and the challenges is deeper than that. And sometimes we have to tap back into what happened in our single life, Mm -hmm. what happened back in our childhood life. Mm -hmm. For those who have been married before, you're going to have to probably tap back into what happened in those previous relationships because sometimes we bring baggages into our current relationships and, you know, we want to help you, um, Fill those gaps in with God so that they can be healed and sealed so that your relationship can move stronger together, closer to God. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we're going to pray. And after we pray, we're going to actually talk about a hot topic, (laughs) a spicy topic, Mm -hmm. a topic that just three letters. (laughs) S-E-X. Why? Because we get censored. We're talking about sex? Yeah, we talked about sex. All right. We would do the song for you, but you know how it is. Sometimes things get blocked because you start singing something, you ain't getting copyright approval and stuff. But that song came to my head. Salt and Pepper. Y'all know what song it is. Yeah, Salt and Pepper. So if you remember Salt and Pepper, Mm -hmm. 
singing that song you know what we're talking about so that's what our topic is tonight so i'm actually going to start us out in prayer (laughs) go ahead baby heavenly father we thank you for this opportunity to fellowship once again thank you for allowing us to conclude first corinthians 7 as it is the foundation of teaching us how to have a healthy relationship with ourselves and for our marriages heavenly father this topic we know is a controversial topic at times in churches they kind of tend to step away from but you written it in the word yes so this is a topic that we need to have a healthy conversation about being led by you and your holy spirit yes so that way we can educate and help bring clarity to us a situation that sometimes just get tossed to the backside and it only causes a rift between relationships so we pray that you will just lead us and guide us and give us the wisdom Um, we don't want to say what we want to say we want your words to be said so let your word let your words and your will be done in jesus christ's name amen 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 so yes we're talking about sex And the first question I have to ask everybody on tonight and put it in the chat right now is where did you learn about sex? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So where did you learn about sex? I'm going to tell you that I learned it from my best friend. <laughs> I'm not going to tell anybody's name because I got several best friends, so you don't know which one it is. Mm-hmm. But... um it was actually he learned it from his mom <laughs> by these things that don't exist no more called vhs tapes and so what happened was um that conversation came up somehow mom gave him a videotape that had everything explained about sex and when i came over for a sleepover guess what i got to watch that tape mm-hmm. so of course i got sex education class in seventh grade um and then of course later on my parents started talking to me about sex which by that time i was like pretty much no way from the educational standpoint what's going mm-hmm. on but there, there's a reason why i'm asking that um loves mine was um sixth grade sex ed i never forget and um, when my mom, my dad never really talked to me about sex, but when my mom did, it wasn't about sex per se. It was about don't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was the sex talk. Don't get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be grandmother at a young age. Don't bring any babies in here. Don't get pregnant. Right, right. It's like, what? Like, you know, mm-hmm. what do you mean don't get pregnant? Like. First of all, how do I get pregnant? <laughs> all it was is don't get pregnant. Don't get pregnant. That was that was That's my conversation. That was my my well, sex talk. Well, and and the reason why we asked that is because um, for those who are married, and I would say those who are engaged, you need to find out how they get how did they learn about the conversation mm-hmm. about sex. Mm-hmm. There's a reason behind that, and who was involved in that party? Mm-hmm. Because some people, as you heard from us. Her from a friend, um, her from uh, a warning from our parents mm-hmm. instead of uh, and a disclaimer. Our parents did the best they could. Right, I was gonna say because it 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 goes from generation to generation, generation. to generation. Right. If they're not open about talking about sex, of course, like 
my great-grandmother wasn't my grandmother wasn't so of course my mother wasn't right but the generation has to i mean it has to stop somewhere yeah so it stops with our generation on doing a i don't want to say a better job of explaining mm -hmm. sex um but you know not it you know i think a lot of times and and i know you will go into it dive a little deeper i think the reason is fear Mm -hmm. It's fear of why people don't really talk about it. And society has it as taboo. Right. God has it and made sex to be beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to stop there because I don't want to mess right. up your flow. Right. But go ahead. Yeah. And, and that's that's what we got to have a conversation with. And if you haven't had that conversation with, you need to. Because that's going to help open your eyes to some parameters of things. Okay. Uh, because we get these questions all the time. Mm -hmm. We got it in marriage conferences. We got it in our meetings and things mm -hmm. of that sort when we meet with married couples and and and, and trying to figure out why would my my spouse or won't, don't want to do this or that. Or, well, yeah. it's because depending on the history of what they learn about sex, it's going to impact what how open and not open they're going to be. And so that's why we got the word of God. You know, we need to bring it back to the source of, of that. And I bring that up because I was watching a show last night. Uh, if you ever get to watch the Wonder Years, um, there's the current version of Wonder Years mm -hmm. from a different perspective, from a different family. Mm -hmm. I used to watch the first original one when I was young. And so, of course, seeing this one is really eye opening and it's really good. Um, but the other piece of it was there was this episode where for this uh, character, he learned sex because he found um, dirty magazines mm -hmm. in the basement. I was going to say that's another way. Yeah. And so, of course, he got caught by the principal and the principal called his parents. Uh, first time the principal uh, <laughs> called the dad and pretty much said, we're not going to talk about this. And of course, you know, um, he was caught going back down to the basement again. <laughs> so mom had the conversation and revealed some things that he didn't realize or assume that uh, with those magazines and of course he was so excited learning this information being a young man he said oh i'm gonna share it with everybody mm -hmm. including on uh, one of the girls he has a crush on of course she decked him in the eye as mm -hmm. a result <laughs> and so but when it came to going back to the principal's office this time mom came and the daughter of the, the of the young the young lady uh had her parents there but what was interesting was that for him, he had a good conversation, answering all the questions from his parents and everything. But the young lady never had that conversation. And the father was pissed. He was mad at the mother. Why would you talk about it? And, you know, and, and it, what caught my eye was it's not only I'm summarizing what he said. It's not only detrimental that I now got to explain this to my daughter, but I got to explain this to my wife. His wife's right there. Mm -hmm. That's what Luz was talking about. Mm -hmm. There's that taboo of a, of a conversation that is being had. Having said all that, that's why I said, how did you learn about sex? Right. right. That's a conversation that as married couples and, and uh, engaged couples who are going through premarital class, 
need to have that conversation mm -hmm. because it's going to open the eyes. Notice we said those two groups and we're just saying it because there's a reason for it. Mm -hmm. So in 1 Corinthians 7, we get this opportunity to learn from Paul because just like us, when we were at a marriage conference getting sprung on with a question like this, mm -hmm. Paul got that question. <laughs> and so Paul was able to answer it. So let's check out what happened there. So now getting down to the question you asked in your letter to me first, this was the first question that the Corinthians <laughs> asked. Is it a good thing to have sexual relations? And so Paul kind of has an answer for that. And we're going to find that out right now. Here's the response. Certainly, but only within a certain context. It's good for a man to have a wife and for a woman to have a husband. Sexual drives are strong, but marriage is strong enough to contain them and provide for a balanced and fulfilling sexual life in the world of sexual disorder. Whoa. Let's look at that one more time. <laughs> this is the message version. Uh -huh. So this brings a little clarity. There's other versions of the Bible encourage you to read the rest of those versions because right. they help bring clarity. Right. But tonight we're bringing the message version. Paul says, certainly. Okay. That's the first part of this uh, statement here. And the reason he says that is because sexual drives are strong, but marriage is strong enough to contain them. Why are they able to contain them? Because there's a covenant. Mm-hmm. And that key of that covenant for everybody is that the covenant has to be where two people are in line with God mm -hmm. and center in God, that that covenant is strong. Okay. That's critical. That's why you saw what you saw there is that it wasn't that, uh, this, he said, certainly you can have sex. Mm -hmm but within the context of a marriage, right? Okay. So what if I'm single loves and I'm going out on a date Can I have sex? No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't <laughs> remember these are principles. So of course we're human. We're right. not, we're going to, we're not going to make all the right decisions right. and trust us. We're not here to condone anybody or judge or judge anybody mm -hmm. because and we're not throwing stones at anybody. Absolutely. But God just gives us spiritual principles that helps us to understand why not. Um, if you remember last week, mm -hmm. my, my loves talked about this because mm -hmm. there are something called what soul ties. And can you break that down again for them? What does that mean by soul ties? So soul ties is, um, the two, just like it, it talks about in scripture and talks about in our wedding vows where the two become one. And when we have sex outside of marriage, it doesn't matter if you're married, if you're not married, you still get connected and you have a soul tie. And I know sometimes we end up having issues in our marriage because we haven't relinquished those soul ties with others mm -hmm. that we've had and being intimate with prior to being married. Yeah. So that's why it's critical that if you can to resist the temptation. Yeah. But like we talked about last week, but if that desire is so strong, Paul encouraged uh, the Corinthians, hey, 
then it's better for you to be married with mm -hmm. one individual um, having those sexual relationships as opposed to being out and about. But can I say something? Yes. Don't get married just to have sex. That's true, too. That's true, Listen, too. I'm, I got to say that again. Yes. Don't get married just to have sex. Right. Because that that's not a good foundation to base your marriage on. Because I'm going to tell you, sex comes and goes. I mean, it, it comes with, it comes <laughs> great when you're young. As you get older, you get more responsibilities. There's health issues. There's all kinds of reasons why sex is kind of put to the back burner at times mm -hmm. um of course if it's um mutual but right i'm sorry Go ahead. yeah so that's a good point that my wife just said because some people will get married because of that mm -hmm. and remember we want to get married because god has ordained us and he's encouraging us that this is the one that i have called you to right that's key it did not say sex is the key it did not say, you know, any other factors. God is the key, mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes in, in, in many of you, you can put it in the chat right now. If there's been certain circumstances that led you into a relationship that you like, if I knew this when I knew it, then then now I would not have done that. Ooh, then. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's why we're encouraging that. And that's why Paul was encouraging that, that he was saying that sex is certainly great it's beautiful but it's good for a man to have a wife and a woman to have a husband okay that's why that contest has come in there he knew and realized just like back then and it is still today that the sexual drives are going to be strong mm -hmm. but he knew that if you committed yourself to christ and that you committed yourself to God's calling and purpose and you are connected with the one that God called you to be with right. is better that it's in the relationship because the marriage is strong because God's covenant is on there. And not only that, that your connection with God will enter, you know, flow back and forth. So that's why. Amen. Amen. So going on with that, let's look a little deeper into this. So we said that certainly right let's see the next scripture part of the scripture so it says here wait a minute hold on one second the marriage bed must be a place of mutuality the husband seeking to satisfy his wife the wife seeking to satisfy her husband marriage is not a place to stand up for your rights <laughs> Marriage is a decision to serve the other, whether in bed or out. What do you think about that, Love? I mean, that's just, I mean. I don't know. When I, when I, when I read that scripture and talk about stand up for your rights, I, I just thought about. Uh, Marley. No. <laughs> no, not Marley. Well, yeah, yeah. But no, I thought about, yes, now you got me. It's in my head. Stand up, stand up, stand up for your rights. No. I'm thinking of us as women, how we, you know, a lot of the, a lot of things that we went through back in the day. I mean, not being able to vote and, you know, burning our bras. And that's what I, that's the first thing that came to my mind when I thought about standing up for your rights. Yeah, so. because it is unfortunate. Some people use this scripture, um, husbands, 
most of the time in these circumstances, they'll say, hey, you are supposed to have sex with me. It's in the word. Mm -hmm. Trying to force it upon a wife. Mm -hmm. But that's not what this scripture is talking about. (laughs) This scripture is not talking about that. What this scripture is trying to emphasize and explain to everybody is that there are, again, Ephesians 5.33, you know, husbands, you're supposed to love your wives. How I love my wife. Well, I'm supposed to be able to take care of her, Mm -hmm. satisfy my wife. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you saw that it's not just in the sheets, it's outside. Okay. And so... There's another scripture that kind of helps us kind of bring this together. Uh, I want to bring it. First Peter 3, verse 7. It says, in the same way you married men should live considerably with your wives with an intelligent recognition of the marriage relation, honoring the woman as physically the weaker, but realizing that you are joint heirs of the grace God's unmerited favor of life in order that your prayers may not be hindered Mm -hmm. and cut off. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you cannot pray effectively. This is why we need to honor our wives, Mm -hmm. take care of our wives, Mm -hmm. be there for our wives, support our wives. Why is that? Because of the fact that as it says in scripture, in the same way you married men should live considerably, an intelligent recognition, honor the woman, realize that you are joint heirs of grace. Mm-hmm. I don't want my prayers to be canceled. There are so many things that I know I will I need God's guidance and wisdom for. Yeah. And I don't need my prayers to be put on hold because I'm not honoring my wife, not just in the bed, but outside taking care of her, being kind to her, being sweet to her, respecting her, learning from her, trying to do the best I can to please my wife, okay? That's what we're supposed to do. And guess what? Wives, vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's vice versa. Because I know y'all don't want your prayers to be stuck on hold or anything like that too. It goes both ways. That's what mutuality, that's what Paul was talking about. Being mutual. What it flows one way, it should flow the other way. It should be a consistent cycle. That's why we have rings in circles. Mm-hmm. Consistent flow. You don't see no breakage in the rings. Right. It's a consistent flow. That's how we should be loving and taking care of one another. And anything else you want to add? Yeah, to I want to just throw a tip out to the husbands and the wives. Um, husbands, a way to to get your <laughs> your wife relaxed and in the mood is have her if if she's out working have her come home to a nice clean home maybe a cooked meal if if or if you don't cook order out but set the ambiance and the same for us as women like you know if your husband is out working or you both are out working just mutually set that atmosphere because i know it it turns me on to come home after being out running errands or working hard and my loves has been home it 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 warms my heart to come home to a nice clean house i'm ready to cook his meals i'm ready to 
have a little fun in the bedroom if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean it 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 just brings it it brings those it knocks those walls down and you you feel at peace and you feel like you're in love and you want to get some sparks flying. Am I right or wrong? No, no. Okay. I, we learned this in premarital class and that's what we were told by the leaders of the premarital class is that husbands are potential husbands at that time. Your job is to take care of your wife. So if you see that she's doing certain things and it's just one of those hard days, step in, help out in some capacity. It shows wonders. It, those are the things that pleases them. Mm -hmm. It turns them on, mm -hmm. you know, and the more you do those certain things, it's like, you know, you reserve, reserve, <laughs> it, it'd be hot and popping. You know, we're trying to make sure you spicy. make it spicy in that bedroom, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, in the same way, you know, for, for wives, for, you know, the same approach that you heard is the same way. How can I help please my husband, you know, and, and it just involvement, just being involved. Right. There's right. certain things that y'all might not like together but you know being in the presence of your husband with some of those things you might not like sports right or you but, might not like wrestling yeah. i'm not a, a wrestling fan right. or whatever but i know he loves it so if he wants to sit on the couch and watch it and i hold his hand or he holds my hand or we're eating snacks or whatever together hey best believe i'm gonna do that and it it one thing leads to another right basket i mean basketball games you know professional sports you know or art or whatever the case that mm -hmm. your spouse is interested in be involved in it because that's where if you and, and let me tell you something wives just just sit and just watch and mm -hmm. listen you know i i guarantee you you're gonna shock them because they like okay why are you in here you need something no 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 <laughs> i just want to see what you do you okay <laughs> yeah, I just just say it like that. I just want to see what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, I just want to spend time with you. I just want to hang out with you. There's some quality time. Yeah, you know? I just want to see what you're involved in, so that you get to see his world. That's pretty much the biggest thing. Is that a lot of times for some of us men, you know, we always say, "I wish my wife could see the world that I'm in," so they can mm -hmm. understand what's going on in our heads. Mm -hmm. And once they do, then it's like. It relaxes us, mm -hmm. you know, and, and it, it pleases us as well. And vice, and vice, vice versa. Vice versa. Because vice vice versa. I know he probably doesn't. I mean, we both like watching reality shows and soap operas and things like that. But some stuff he really, I, I know is one particular channel. I'm not even going to mention it. Mm -hmm. He he doesn't like <laughs> start watching it. He'll be like, oh, Lord. But he'll sit with me sometimes. Yeah. And he'll he'll hang in there for as long as he can and and watches it yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely i sure do and he gets rewarded <laughs> yes i do <laughs> yeah so let's keep going with these scriptures here <laughs> so we talked about first peter and we talked about this importance of the amphibi versions of it let's dive in a little deeper let's look at five and six Oh, man. <laughs> Got you giddy, huh? Yes, you did. <laughs> Abstaining from sex is permissible for a period of time if you both agree to it. And if it is for the purpose of prayer and fasting, but only for such time, then come back together again. Satan has an ingenious way of attempting us when we least expect it. I'm not 
understand commanding these periods of absence, only providing my best counsel if you should choose them. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of like a little spiritual nugget Paul is given. This is not thus says the Lord kind of conversation, mm -hmm. but he's given wisdom to the Corinthians to help them out. And this is the part. And this is what Luz was talking about earlier, you know, talking about that there will be moments and times that maybe that sex has to be put on pause, you know. And during that time of prayer and fasting, there's a mutual agreement. Yeah. So we get these questions a lot of times. Well, uh, I'm interested in trying this out, but my spouse is not interested in that. Right. Mutual agreement. You know, back then when they t would teach us and tell us when no means no. Mm -hmm. Yes, that still applies even in the marriage. Oh, but we're married. Yeah, you're married. But that applies. But here's the caveat to that uh, scripture, too. You're not supposed to withhold mm -hmm. sex from another person. I'm mad at them. I'm going to withhold them. No, no. That, now you do. That's tit for tat. No, you cannot do that. You know, you're supposed to have a conversation, come to a mutual agreement. If you can't come to a mutual agreement, that's where you get in contact with coaches and leaders at your church, right. you know, or necessary therapists, counselors to help get y'all to the place where there can be some peace right? so that you can return to one of the greatest gifts God has given us, the ability to be one with one another, not just um physically but emotional and spiritual in a a intimate way right, right. yeah anything else you want to add to that no no just like you said i mean and we we've been through this ourselves i mean being caregivers we sometimes are so worn out and i feel bad sometimes i really do because i'll fall asleep on the couch and mm -hmm. he'll come with the pillow and blanket and because you know i'm exhausted and then I'll wake up in the middle of the night. I was like, oh gosh, another night, you know, he's he's sometimes laying on the floor beside me or curled up on the the couch beside me. And I'm like, you know, I I I feel bad. But it's mutual that we weren't intimate that night because you and you I I the word that keeps coming to my spirit is you gave me grace. Mm -hmm. You're giving me grace because yes. you know how tired I am mm -hmm. and you're like, no, you know, even though your your loins may be roaring, roaring or whatever the case may be, but you're like, nope, you know <laughs> I, I, you like Roar. the last <laughs> And um but he he gives me grace and he puts he brings a pillow out and Lee's uh, puts and, my comforter and, on me. And that's the same way, vice versa, yeah. because between caregiving and working and, yeah. and all school. the, all oh, the school. Gosh, I remember when we first got married. Yeah. Woo, that was, woo. Yeah, I, I had to ask God to help me with that. My flesh was raging. <laughs> he At the time, remember we were living mm -hmm. in, um, in Prince George's County? Yeah. And we had a loft. And he would be upstairs studying for his um exams, his, his exams papers. and everything. And I would be down in the, you know how we do ladies. We're getting a shower, you know, after we've been working all day, cooked, clean, ate, whatever, getting a shower, thinking we're, yeah, tonight is the night. I wake up two, three o'clock in the morning, just joking, still upstairs in the loft. He didn't fell asleep. He's snoring. I'm downstairs. <laughs> I'm like, oh, for real? But I had to give him grace. I had to give him grace because I knew that he was where it wasn't. 
it it wasn't intentional. Mm-hmm. It was actually it became mutual. Right. Because I I gave him grace, he gives me grace. Right. It goes back and forth. So. Exactly, exactly. And then there's other times where there might be some medical reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that to remember when we took the vows, we took the vows, a lot of people just focus on the good ones and you right. know, for better, you know, richer, you know, mm-hmm. health. And we forget about the other parts. Right. And sometimes when it comes to medical situations, um, especially chemicals that we have to or certain thing treatments that we have, they will have certain side effects. Absolutely. And, and it could impact the sexual part of it as well. Yep. And so we got to give grace for that. Because- and that's why I believe that, you know, um, like we, we said at the beginning and like, God's word also says, you know, we can't base our relationships on sex mm-hmm. because like I said earlier, sex is going to come and it's going to go right. depending upon the seasons, age, et cetera, et cetera. So. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And so this is why that, um, this critical part that, um, Paul concludes, you know, with this kind of conversation mm-hmm. of, talking about the sex and where it is allowed and not allowed. Mm -hmm. He goes into it right here in verse seven. Sometimes I wish everyone were single like me, a simpler life in many ways. (laughs) (laughs) But celibacy is not for everyone any more than marriage is. God gives the gift of the single life to some and the gift of married life to others. Now, look at that last part. God gives the gift of the single life to some and the gift of the married life to others. Notice the context of this. What we're saying here and what Paul's saying here as well is that we should be seeking God's wisdom. Right. What is your calling, your purpose? Right. That's why the first Corinthians seven, a lot of people think of it as, oh, this is a marriage chapter. No, it's for everybody mm-hmm. to know where you are according to God's spiritual principles of what you should be doing absolutely and so if you're single that's not something to be upset about this you're not married everybody else is getting married and whatnot what is god saying you know if god's calling you right now to remain single and focus on doing his work and his will you're doing the right thing and i know sometimes in the outside pressure of everything a lot of people saying, when are we going to have children? You know, when are you going to get married? Mm-hmm. You know, and you can bring them to 1 Corinthians 7, verse 7, and say, hey, Paul had this conversation with the Corinthians. And look what he said to them. It, God gives those the gift of knowing the season and this time is single. Mm-hmm. And God gives the gift to those who are, when that time comes, to be married. So... I'm going to add on to what you're saying. And even for those of us that have been married mm-hmm. now are divorced mm-hmm. um, or a widow or, or widowed, God will give you, cause he did it for me. If he can do it for me, he can do it for everybody. He's not a respecter of persons. He will give you that staying power mm-hmm. not to have those urges mm-hmm. to want to have sex with. I went without sex for, five years mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm not ashamed to say it. i wasn't in a relationship with anyone i had friends guy friends 
male friends. Um, you were actually one of those male friends as as time went on. But I, I was straight up with them from the beginning. I don't think I was straight up with you. I didn't have to be straight up with you. You already knew how yeah. it, you you respected me in that that stature. But I was like, mm -mm. And there's nothing going down. Don't even think about it. We can be friends. We can go to dinner, lunch, hang out. Um, at the time I was an entrepreneur, I would hang out with a lot of other entrepreneurs, male entrepreneurs. We would talk about work and things like that. But when it came to sex, mm -mm, it wasn't happening. Yeah, it's all about setting the <clears> boundaries. <throat> and that's what God will give you wisdom on how to set those boundaries up. Of course, there's a plenty of books and wisdom on how to do that Absolutely. and everything like that. Um, and God will give you that wisdom so that you can set those boundaries, set those parameters, make sure that you're not putting yourself in a position where temptation will be too strong for you. Right, right. And so. And if we're doing the word, of, like it says in the word of God, as a single person, if we're doing our father's business, we won't have time to be thinking about mm -hmm. being with uh, whether if you're a uh, you know a a woman being with a man or a man being with a woman or getting those and don't get me wrong because we we dabbled into it of course you're gonna get I'll say the tingles or the sensation to want to have sex but God will like I said He will give you staying power because He will is if you're doing the Father's will and the Father's business your mind is so distracted from sex it, it but. He will bring that back to you mm -hmm. once you're married and, and so on and so forth. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> now to my separated people. Oh, yeah. The covenant is between the husband and the wife. Yeah. Of the having sex. Yeah. It did not say some other person. Right. Okay. Um, because if reconciliation does occur, and my wife has shared this before, mm -hmm. if reconciliation occurs, you're going to have to deal with now that baggage, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and it could be detrimental, mm -hmm. you know, and it, yes, it's hard. But remember that you have a covenant with your spouse right? right. and you don't want to cause confusion between the you and the spouse and you don't want to cause confusion between you and whoever you're talking with. Right. So you got to make sure to maintain what God has called you. Focus on the Lord's work. Yeah. Focus on working your marriage out. We yeah. talked about this. Stay, fight, or go. Right. Work on the fighting for your marriage. Not doing it unto their will. But doing it into God's will. Absolutely. That prayfully that your actions will speak, as it said in 1 Corinthians 7, mm -hmm. verse 16, that mm -hmm. maybe your actions may bring them back closer to God and bring them back to the relationship. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, because, I mean, being separated, you're not divorced. Mm -hmm. You're not, you know, you're, you're still married. So you're still one with that one that one that you took that the vows before god and you know if and like love said if you are separated once again you should be focusing on the father's will and mm -hmm. the father's will is you know doing his work doing his will and if you're so engrossed and involved in his will and um praying for your spouse praying that whatever is going on in between you two in this marriage that you know 
deliverance will take place or if it's you know whatever it could be it could be alcoholism could be some type of um infidelity mm-hmm. whatever the case may be just be on your knees praying and asking god to break those strongholds mm-hmm. and to reconcile that marriage because um i truly believe that you know when you give when you um stand before god and you you share those vows you're as one yeah and that's an ordained marriage mm-hmm. irregardless of <laughs> what may be going on in the marriage you know when you're separated it's god ordained exactly yeah. exactly so we want to just sh- share this part with you just to make sure that you understand do not refuse or deprive or defraud each other of your due marital rights it's from the Amplified version of verse five, except perhaps by mutual consent for a time so that you may devote yourself unhindered to prayer. But afterwards, resume marital relations, lest Satan tempts you to sin through your lack of restraint of sexual desires. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're having this conversation. We're emphasizing this, especially to, you know, to the singles, to the widow to you know separated to the separated mm-hmm. because especially the, to the separated because this is one of those things that hey we're back together everything's looking great and then certain circumstances come up and like wait a minute you know you didn't tell me during this time now you got another ordeal yeah, and, and it, it, you can trigger some spouses and and, and re- going back that's why we said that sometimes you having that conversation about when did you first learn about sex is critical because sometimes some of those triggers may take them back to certain relationships, past mm-hmm. relationships mm-hmm. with um, a potential boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe somebody that they thought that would be a potential mate. Unfortunately, it might be some circumstances that was a form of abuse. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, we, we got to be very careful with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and like we said, you know, with the separated, this just came to my spirit too. If you're out there willy-nilly, whether if it's the, the husband or the wife, um, you could come back with uh some type of sexual <laughs> disease. Mm-hmm. Um, you could come back with a, a pregnancy mm-hmm. that's not a planned pregnancy within the marriage mm-hmm. um and those are some other factors that you know you you have to work at and, and and dig deep with if you all come back together and and reconcile exactly yeah exactly and the last scripture that we wanted to share with you is this one this is from first corinthians 12 verse 11 from the amplify all these gifts achievements abilities are inspired and brought to pass by one and the same Holy Spirit who apportions to each individually exactly as he chooses. So this is kind of relating to the gifts, um, whether it be a prophet, a minister, mm-hmm. um, in those contexts. But it's also what was emphasized in verse 7, um, talking about that when it, whether you are single, whether you are uh, married, that God speaks to us of the calling and the purpose, right, you know, right. and we know plenty of examples of individuals um, who lived their life of celibacy. Mm-hmm. That was the call that God had on them. Mm-hmm. You know, that was their purpose, you know, and their mission, you know, and there are others that we know that God has caused you to 
be married, you know? Mm -hmm. And so really prayed to God about that, you know, and, you know, especially for my singles and those who are dating and courting and engaged, what is God calling you to do right now? Yeah. Because sometimes we are so excited and being in uh, in that love spell, yeah. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes we don't even realize that God is trying to tell us some things and maybe trying to tell us maybe this is the one, but you need to work on this and they need to work on that. Right. Or maybe saying this is not the one. Right. Please don't pursue it. It's going to take you down the road that you're going to have to play catch up on, you know, so really pray to God, you know, I, I can't emphasize that. Enough. Mm -hmm. Pray to God and ask God's wisdom to guide you to make sure that the person that you're going to be with is the one that is chosen for you. Yeah. And if it's not, it's okay to walk away. Yeah. The blessing is you're, you know, walk away from it before you get married. Cause exactly. then that's another whole that's another whole Bible study segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is. It is. Yeah. And so we're going to be diving deeper in conversations like this. We're going to have 1 Corinthians 7 as mm -hmm. kind of like the conclusion next uh, Tuesday. We're actually going to be on Clubhouse mm -hmm. next Tuesday. So if you don't know about Clubhouse, take a look at it, find out information about it. We're going to be putting it on our Facebook page. We'll eventually have our events page up and running so you will put it on there on our website s2c2gministry.com and what's going to happen is instead of being on this platform next week we're going to be live on clubhouse yes. from 7 p.m eastern to 8 p.m eastern and we're just going to give you seven nuggets that we have learned from first corinthians 7 right but we're also going to use that as a conversation opportunity mm -hmm. that's where you get to ask those questions you know um taking what has been shared in first Corinthians seven, taking what's been sharing these messages right. and kind of let's have a, a real Bible study discussion and kind of conversate. So that's for everybody. So mm -hmm. I want to make sure that's for everybody. You know, <laughs> it's not just for married couples right. it's for everybody, right. because we have to realize, you know, as married couples, our light is shining. That there's somebody there who is single, mm -hmm. who sees our light and say, hey, I want to be able, Lord, to have that same light you have on them. Yeah. You know, and they might be getting that call that that one day they will get married. This is what you need to do in this season right now Absolutely. until, you know, that that person I bring you comes to pass, you know, or even if they're going through some crisis situation, they can work together and get the support that they need and stuff. And so we're going to be having a great time talking to have a good conversation. I know we've been getting questions left mm -hmm. or right, you know, Ooh, can I, can I, can yes, I throw yes. out a couple of questions? Yeah. You can throw out a couple of quick questions. Um, so is sex toys permitted? That's a question. Um, oh, what's some, some other ones we've been getting? Um, we've been getting, um, yeah. Here, just just scroll down the other questions that we've we've been getting. We've been getting questions like, you know, what's not okay. Oh yeah, what's not okay, or what is okay. Okay, mm -hmm. right, right, mm -hmm. right. We've been getting. What if, like we mentioned earlier, what if I want to do X, Y, and Z, but my spouse is not interested? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. 
what to do there. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to kind of have some key pointers and some resources connected to this so that we can have. But we're also going to be talking about what is your responsibility? You know, right. I'm single right now. I can't find nobody right now. Right. Hey, guess what? We've got an answer for you. That's right. It, it, it's also three letters. It's not S-E-X. It's G-O-D. <laughs> focus, focus on G-O-D. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you know, we, but, you know, we'll go in a little deeper and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll, we'll be answering questions like that. Maybe it's one of those questions like... Um, balance you know yeah. i i got i gotta do like you heard my wife say i gotta do schoolwork. i gotta do this i gotta take care of my dad you know i got all these other responsibilities how do doing all of that you know i'm so focused on that how do i bring balance because i'm supposed to take care and please my wife right and and i'm i'm gonna dive in for a second sex is not just for the bedroom or yes. it's not just for nighttime i mean we've had day dates lunch dates dinner dates movie dates <laughs> sometimes it's just going back to how you pursue your spouse yeah that too sometimes we forget that when we were dating and courting them and we'll talk about the difference between dating and courting one day mm -hmm. that we were actually courting them and when we put that ring on the finger for some reason we forgot about that oh we got them now we don't need to do that no 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 those were sexual little intimate things that you were doing to please your spouse not in a physical way right they right. still exist today so sometimes for some of my you know spouse uh spouses and my married couples you know my seasoned married couples sometimes we need to go back to the root mm -hmm. and to just remember what brought you together you know what kind of brought you together what were y'all doing how were you doing those things sometimes when you bring some of those things back that really, you know, pleases your spouse because you're remembering something that was a great memory for them. Absolutely. We can go on and on and on. I yeah. can I I'm what came to mind is when we went on vacation in Florida. I remember you said, I mean, and we've been all over the place, uh different islands, uh, the Caribbean, cruises, and he was like, This this vacation was the best vacation that we've had. I was like, really? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and we, we didn't go to any exotic place. I mean, it was beautiful. We went to Destin, Florida, and I'll never forget. I, the other thing is, too, we're, we're clearing our plates for each other, mm -hmm. meaning leaving all those other distractions or, and I shouldn't say distractions, but our, our daily lives are, you know, having to pay the bills, having to pick up the children, having to, you know, take care of our parents, having to do schoolwork, having to work. Mm -hmm. When we let those things kind of go by the wayside for a period of time, mm -hmm. um, that that opens up that I, the ambiance just keeps coming to my spirit. It just opens you up to want to be more intimate with your spouse too. So exactly. Mm -hmm. So maybe tonight you have heard this message. You got laughs and giggles out of there. <laughs> you know, share it in the chat right now. What you what's your takeaway from tonight's message? Please share that because we do look at it. Uh, kudos to our wonderful host yes. chats. Thank you. And who are helping us out. <laughs> you know, this is all volunteer work, you know, that they're doing. So God bless them for that. And if you would like to volunteer <laughs> with us, um, do you have the... Just hit us, just connect with us on um, uh, s2cgministry.com. There is a contact us 
page that you can share your interest in volunteering with us or email us at s2c2gpodcast uh, at gmail.com. And if you are a podcast, yes, we have our own podcast. So <laughs> we got that going. And some of these recordings are going to be part of that as well. Um, but if you are this message tonight and you one of those individuals that has been putting the pause on sex um, because and you not have done it mutually, mm. maybe because you have done it because you're angry, you're upset, fearful, you're letting the emotions step in where God has said, this is a beautiful thing. Maybe you are one of those individuals that have been tempted many times. And you've heard this tonight that God is actually telling me I need to either put a pause on that or wait until my marriage occurs. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's you tonight. Uh, we just want to pray with you tonight and just encourage you. I'm going to let my wife start off the prayer and then I'll kind of tag in afterwards. Okay. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord, just giving you praise, glory, and honor. Thank you for this time of fellowship tonight, Lord. Thank you for placing this topic on our hearts, Lord, because this is a topic that is not always shared in the church, Father. Lord God, we just ask that you continue to watch over all of us. Let no heart, hurt, harm, or danger come upon us, Lord. We pray, Father, for those marriages that are going through, and this is a tough time for them, and sex has been off the table for them for a long time, Lord. We ask that you um, bind the hand of the enemy that's trying to divide them, Lord, and um, your grace, your mercy, and your peace and comfort reign upon them, Lord, and reconcile them, Father, that they can um, once again fulfill that need for one another, Lord. We ask that you, um, Father, put your loving arms around the singles, Lord, those that are um, looking to become married but just aren't married yet, Lord. We ask that you continue to give them comfort and peace too, Father, for um, that appointed time. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the wisdom that you have poured into us tonight. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that you will continue to pour into everyone who is listening or watching this, Heavenly Father. Lord, we pray that you will forgive them for anybody who has stepped out of the bounds when it comes to having sexual relations between their spouse. If it's outside of that realm, please forgive them, Father. If there's someone who is... Um, separated and they have um, had uh, interacted with someone in a sexual way that was only between them and their spouse. I pray that you will forgive them, Father, and give them wisdom and guidance to return back to the reconciliation of their relationship with their spouse. Lord, thank you for all that you pour into us and give us wisdom on. Yes, sir. And Heavenly Father, if there's anybody out here tonight that says, hey, I have fallen short of your glory. Yes, Lord. And I am going to completely surrender not only this, but all things to you. Um, or maybe you're one of those spouses that hasn't committed yourself to Christ. And 
now is the time that you are realizing I need to recommit myself to yes. the Lord. It's time for me to make a connection with the Lord. Yes. Just repeat this after me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for accepting me. I thank you for accepting me. As I am. As I am. And Lord, let your will be done. Lord, let your will be done. I say today that Jesus is Lord. I say today that Jesus is Lord. In my life. In my life. And I am humbly accepting him. And I am humbling and accepting him. And leaving it all to you. And leaving it all to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So if that was you tonight and you decided that you wanted to give your life to Christ, congratulations. Yes. We're so happy and proud for you. If you one of those individuals that says, hey, I'm recommitting myself, I was uh, baptized, but I slipped and I'm recommitting myself to you, Lord. Uh, congratulations as yes, well. Yes. You can hit that button that you're seeing right now and let us know or connect with somebody that you are very close to that's aligned with God's word and spirit and let them know if there's a local church that you attend or online church that you attend, let them know that you have decided to accept Christ and Trust us, any one of those methods, somebody will be there to congratulate Absolutely. you, give you the next steps and tools that you need to persevere in that walk of being stronger together, closer to God. Yes. Stronger together, closer to God is not just for married couples, as the emphasis is. It's also emphasized for our singles, our widow, um, divorce, that you want to get stronger together together and when we say that we mean other people who right. have spiritually minded purpose and will and guidance so that y'all can be closer to god to do his will the way he wants it to be done amen we thank you for tonight yes remember next week we will not Ooh. be on the platform no. we'll be back in november mm -hmm. with a new um, bible study i will be sharing with that with the clubhouse fans first mm -hmm. next tuesday so be sure to tune in so just go to the event um, button you just click on it you'll see it's already there if you're not part of Clubhouse, join Clubhouse. I know some people say, well, when are you going to do Facebook? Because they have that too. <laughs> that's coming too. You know, that's coming too. But God just spoke to us that Clubhouse is probably the best place to be in this season right, right now. Right. Um, so that we can get connected. And remember, Clubhouse was the the beginning of what Facebook is doing now. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are picking up, which is wonderful and awesome. We'll be on there soon. But he said, go to the source, the original. Yeah. So, and we're just going to have, instead of this like this, it's just going to be an audio kind of good conversation, talking with people. They can and, ask questions too, right? Right. They can Absolutely. ask questions too. So you'll be able to talk mm -hmm. to us and we can dialogue back and forth. So that's a phenomenal thing that we're going to do next Tuesday. Yep. Hope and pray you have a wonderful, blessed rest of the week. Yes. Until we meet again. Bye for now. We Bye. love you all. Love you all. Joining us on Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. Please continue to join us weekly as we share godly wisdom and advice to you. If you have any prayer requests or would like to sign up for a free 30-minute consultation with us, drop us a line at s2c2gpodcast at gmail.com. 
And if you like what you're hearing, feel free to partner with us by clicking on the Partners tab on the website. The more you give, the more we can spread the word and help us to reach our vision of bringing one million married couples stronger together, closer to God. Feel free to check us out on our website at s2c2gministry.com. Until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.